is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Nui Scruggs. It is a Monday right here on the Players' Lounge. We appreciate you tuning in. Players' Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. Nui Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter, joined by two former Dallas Cowboys safeties, Barry Church and Danny McRae. All three of us predicted a Dallas Cowboys win over the Cleveland Browns, and all three of us were wrong because the Cleveland Browns came in to North Texas and laid it on the Cowboys to the likes of almost 50 points. Gentlemen, how in the world do you explain this? Uh, Danny, I'm just going to cede the floor to you, my man. You go ahead. (laughs) Look, check this out. If, if you see my outfit, Nui, man, I got them all black, man. It's, it's, it's a funeral going on for the Cowboys right now. It's just, it's really ugly. And I'll tell you this, for, for the rest of the season, I will no longer be doing my picks based on emotion and how much I love the Cowboys since I played for them. I'm going with the rational choice, and they might not get picked to win another game this season. Ooh, this season. You'll pick them this Ooh. week, and you'll, and you'll be yeah, picking yeah. them this week. You'll pick them this week. I absolutely week. will not. I absolutely You ain't going to pick them against Jay-Z and them I, listen, and let, the hapless let, Giants? The, 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 first of all, let, let's not act like we, the Cowboys, can be like, yeah, we for sure going to win any game. It don't matter who is against, all right? The, the Giants play play like they play, but we don't play much better. So, so it's not like it's an easy pick. So, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm going to pick the Cowboys this, this week against JG, especially since I know he has an axe to grind and a point to prove. But look, if you're if you going with the Giants, I'm definitely betting you on that one because the Giants <laughs> is terrible. But anyway, back to, back to these Cowboys, man. I mean, this 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 was embarrassing, man. This was embarrassing, man. This was a this was like a manhood game, but they just they just got it taken away from them. I mean, it was as, as in the words of, of Marinelli, who's probably laughing right now. I mean, it was man on man, bone on bone football, and it was just embarrassing what they did to our front seven i mean there was times when the cleveland browns offensive line would push these guys so far back the running back wouldn't even get touched within the first seven yards of his run and that's just unbelievable and when you got i mean we'll, we'll break this down even further but when you got their third running back on the depth chart i don't even know the guy's name i just called him number 30. <laughs> he when that guy you got the third running back on your depth chart going for i think he had 13 carries for 95 yards averaging what 7.3 a rush i mean this is crazy they just grabbed this guy off of the street he was probably working at mcdonald's they said hey you want to run the ball against dallas next uh, this week yeah sure, let me see what i can do <laughs> and he went out there and toted that thing i mean it was once again another display of terrible tackling out there. I mean, I called for um, Darren Thompson to get pulled. He got pulled. Um, the, young, the young safety Wilson came in there, and he looked just as bad. I mean, he, he was out there missing <laughs> tackles left and right. And, I mean, I, just, I can't even get started on his linebacking core. Joe Thomas, he, he did fly around. He was the only one that kind of looked like he, he was worth something out there. I mean, it, it was just embarrassing overall. And... Man, that's, don't even get me started on the twenty million dollar man. I mean, this is this is just ridiculous, man. Go, go ahead, Nui. This is ridiculous. Well, since you you mentioned the twenty million dollar man, Tank Lawrence, he he spoke to the media afterwards, 
And here is Tank summing up the performance as the Dallas Cowboys defense gave up 307 yards of rushing to the Cleveland Browns, who had their top running back, Nick Chubb, injured in the first half. Here's Tank. In my own words, I'll call it soft. Uh, we got to hold ourselves to a higher standard. Um, we got to play together as one. Um, and I don't feel like um, we're holding ourselves accountable, including myself. So uh, I call it soft, and we'll get better from it. In my own word. <laughs> so. <laughs> I like that honk noise is. they threw in there. Yes, yes, we had to cover up the cursing. So, so guys, <laughs> here's, here's my thing. I feel as though I'm hearing the same player press conferences that I heard last year. We got to be better. It's miscommunications. Hold each other accountable. Not meeting the standard. Am I wrong when I say I feel like I'm hearing the same tune? It's different coaches. Not at all. But the players, it's the same old stuff. Same look, old look, thing. Uh, Just a different day. If, if if, if we get, if we get, listen, we will, we will just X this out if we just start. Sh- I, can we get the play of with Odell's last play where the game is on the line? Can we just put that on the loop? And I want everybody to see how many people loaf and jog and give up on the play on the most important drive when your offense has brought you back into the game. You you won't believe it. I know some people have broken it down, but they didn't point out every single player that did something that looked outrageous and like they should not be playing in the NFL. It is it is something that you probably will never see again. And this type of stuff did not happen when Marinelli was here because he he coached effort. And you would not get away with loafing like this. If there was one thing Marinelli did, he had his guys playing hard and balls to the wall. And that is something that you are not seeing on the field right now. That's minus scheme. That's minus your ability. It takes no talent to hustle and give effort. <laughs> and we ain't doing it. We, we ain't doing uh, it at all. And, it, and it, to this point, it comes down to, I mean... Play for the name on the back of your jersey. I mean, that it, play for some pride out there. It, that was embarrassing. If I was on that, I mean, you you go out there, and not only are you guys missing tackles, but like Danny pointed out, you're just loafing, expecting someone else to make the play. I mean, if we look at number 54 here, Jalen Smith, I mean, he you could see he was just jogging, expecting Alden Smith to make the play, expecting one of those corners or safeties or other people on the field to make the play. And then he realized, oh, snap, let me change gears and try to catch Odell. That is the dip, that is the definition. If Marinelli was still here, that was the definition of a loaf. And I know Jalen knows that because he was here with Marinelli. So, I mean, it, it's just you got to play for the back, the jersey, their name on the back of your jersey, because right now it, it's looking pitiful. Hello, can, can, can we get the video played? Because I also, like, we see Jalen. I want you to see a few of the defensive linemen. And then I also want you to see our man number 27, the entire play. This is probably one of his worst snaps of his entire football career, going back to you football. CB, can, can, can we get this played? <laughs> By the way, at, at this point in time, the Cowboys have made it a 41-38 football game with three minutes and 42 seconds to go. So the Cowboys are right where they need to be. Yeah, I'm gonna make sure I got my math right. Yes, 342 was after the CeeDee Lamb touchdown to make it 41-38. So here it is now. Cleveland um, 
really with the pressure on Cleveland at this point in time. Oh, by the way, they, they made an interesting <laughs> special teams kick, but I won't get into that. But so this is the time for the defense to rise up. This is your opportunity to go ahead and make a stop. And initially, Alden Smith is in the right place to make this a loss, a significant loss. And Odell Beckham eludes him and then goes 50 yards, and there, he, there he, there's the play as he's running through the tulips at AT&T State. Wait, wait, wait till they get back to the wide. I want you to see 90. I want you to see 72. I want you to see 27. And the effort is, is like literally zero. It's zero. And then 27 and another guy run straight out of bounds. And, and they don't plant and retrace and try to go make the tackle. They really run out of bounds. Look, check this out. Look at it. Look, look at 90. Look at the rest of the D-line. <laughs> look, literally doing nothing. Look at 48. Watch them. Out of bounds. 27. Out of bounds. <laughs> what are we? <laughs> it, don't, it, it makes no sense. 28 was definitely uh, loafing the whole play. That's how he ended up back there, not even close to Odell. Like it, it's uninspired, and, and you come and you come in there and you say, "Hey, man, there's miscommunication. You know, we're not really picking up the, the defense, and we just need to. They just need to let us play and simplify it. It don't get no more simple than, hey, run as fast as you can to try to make the tackle." This is this is straight up embarrassing. I'm talking about bad. This is at least nine loafs on this play. So, so yeah, I, so I don't know. The the after that play, there was one word that came to my mind, and that's pride. And for me, you know, I, I'm older than you guys, so I go back to watching the Cowboys when Staubach was playing and Harvey Martin and Randy White, Drew Pierce, you know, I go back to these guys before, you know, the, the 90s crew came in here and even those 90s guys that won three championships. There was pride. And anyone who's watched Dallas Cowboys football long enough to see some Super Bowl championships knows that that play and what was on display Sunday was a lack of pride. The kind of pride where you ought to go in there and take some stars off helmets and just next week against the Giants just going out there with some gray helmets because nobody's earning this star and the, the kind of effort that this team is putting out here. It's embarrassing. I mean, it truly but tell, is embarrassing. T but t tell me, how do you get to a point to where, like, listen, I can understand, right, if you getting blew out, you're down by 21, and then that's the play that they run, right? It's like the game's over. You know, everybody's ready to go home and packing in. This is a point in the game where if you make the stop, you have a chance to come back and win the game. So pride, I'm like, I'm like you don't even have to have pride to, to, to do that, right? Because pride is when you get your butt beat and you still go out there and you play for the name on the back right. of your jersey. You know, you still go. This is at a point in the game where the game ain't even over. You just made the, one of the greatest comebacks in NFL history again. And then this is the effort that you give on the next snap. <laughs> Look at twenty-seven. He just fell. I don't. As I watch, every time not, I watch this, I'm just I'm more confused. <laughs> I'm more confused on not, what's going on. And it's not like Cleveland was just driving the ball. Like the offense for the Dallas Cowboys had just got off the field. Cleveland had just received the kickoff. So I, it can't be like these guys are tired out there. Like they got a you know it was a eighty-yard drive, and this is the fifteenth play of the drive. Now this was what the the second or first play of the. 
of the drive they had going on there. And, it, and just to see, like you pointed out, all those different guys, just effort was just not there. And, it, and, and, and Nua, you pointed it out. It comes back to pride. It comes back to playing for that name on the back of your jersey. It just, it didn't look good. And I mean, it was, I mean, Danny, you know this special teams reference. Uh, Joe D used to always say this, Joe D. Camillus. It looked like they were ducks in a row. I mean, they let one move. <laughs> Odell made one cut, and about five players went to out of bounds and to the right side. And you just can't have that. You got to tear it off. You got to have different levels to your defense. And it just wasn't there at all. I mean, that was an embarrassing display, like you guys said. Pete, Pete and, this, this, is, this, is why, this is why they're not letting us watch practice, because they obviously ain't doing no pursuit drill. They're not doing no <laughs> tackling drill. I'm, 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 like, I'm, I'm absolutely – like, how do you – how is oh, it? They're not man. doing none of this stuff, bro. Like, it's not one good angle on this play. And this is just an example of what happened the entire game, actually the, the entire first quarter of the season. Like, this, this is not just this play. This one just where it stood out for where the whole defense is, is doing this. But what are we doing in practice? This is what goes back, goes back to coaching. What are we doing? Let, let us missing see. Tackles. I need to see. <laughs> I need to see. Bad I need angles, to see. missing tackles. I mean, it's just, you, you name it. That's what we did it out there on, on Sunday. I mean, it was just play after play. It was They just looked lost out there. It was just like they just didn't know where to go. They didn't know where the rush angle was. I mean, once again, receivers are running scot-free out there. It's Man, it, it's bad. Keep it's mind. bad news right now. These dudes ain't looked that good in two years. <laughs> How they look to get oh, against hey, us. So well, well, <laughs> Danny, stay with this point. I mean, it wasn't but two weeks ago. They were, they, I mean, this, there was speculation and stories that it was time to trade Odell Beckham Jr. because they didn't know how to use him. He wasn't any good. It was, I mean, remember that? I mean, it was, it was supposed to be a real bad thing going on right now between Baker and Odell and the Browns. It was supposed to be bad. And now this dude on TV, yucking it up, posing for the cameras, getting three touchdowns, running free Willie all through. The, I mean, think about that. This is a guy that Look. was struggling. He just, this guy might have made the Pro Bowl based off what he did on, on, on TV. Look. If you if your if your season ain't going the way you want it to go so far, just play the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if you if you're struggling as a quarterback to get things going, Ooh. if you're a receiver that hasn't really gotten his re- receptions going, hasn't got a groove, if you're a running back, look, if you're on a practice squad for another team, I'm like, yo, send me to the Giants right now. I need to get this work in. I need to get these checks because. Dallas right now, it's, it's, it's just a place to, to go off in. It's just a place to, to state your claim that. And it's, you forgot, I, Coach. You, you, you forgot, oh, Coach. Yeah. If, you, if you a coach that ain't going right for you, come on down to Dallas. We'll take care of you. We'll take care of Bill we'll O'Brien, right. come on down. We'll, we'll get you right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we've got to take our first break here. We've got some grades to give out for the Cowboys debacle against the Cleveland Browns. Dallas is now one and three with the New York Giants coming to town. Fact, three of the Cowboys' next four games are against the NFC East, so if you are going to get well and have any opportunity to win the division, this month is the time to do it. You're checking out the Players' Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, 
cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream Soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. To the Players' Lounge. Does your Cowboys fandom go beyond the game as part of the NFL Fan of the Year contest? They're launching a search for one extraordinary fan of the Cowboys who's a positive influence and inspires others through their love of the game. Visit NFL.com slash Fan of the Year now to learn more and nominate today. Cowboys take it on the chin, uh, giving up almost 50 points, 49-38 as the Cleveland Browns come to Jerry World for their first victory since 1994 when Bill Belichick came in and uh, the old Texas Stadium and won the game with Nick Saban as, as his defensive coordinator. The Browns ended up making the playoffs that year. They went 11-5. Uh, beat Bill Parcells and the Patriots in the first round before losing to Pittsburgh in the next round. And the Cowboys, by the way, made the playoffs that year, too, went to the NFC Championship game. <laughs> Newey Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter, joined by former Cowboys safeties Barry Church and Danny McCray. This is a Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. We are in our SWBC mortgage um, virtual home studios. Let's give out some grades, gentlemen. We have yet to talk about the quarterback. Let's let's bring up Dak Prescott here. 502 yards of passing, three touchdowns. If he's on your fantasy team, you're real happy. But overall, I'll start with you, McCray. What grade would you give the Cowboys quarterback? Uh, you know, for his fight, you know, and his, his ability to bring us back in the game, I'm going to give him a B. And I'm going to give him that uh, because if you watch that game, and even even the touchdown to Amari Cooper, my man almost uh, threw five interceptions. Um, you know, he got away with a, with a lot of stuff in that game okay. that that he shouldn't have, maybe because he was playing the Browns and they just weren't able to capitalize on those plays. But 
you know, he was able to bring us back. He gave us a chance to win that game. And, uh, you know, he ended, his, ended this one off with an interception. But, you know, I'm going to give him a B just because he, he, he kept us in it. And that's, and that's tough to do, especially when you're down 41-14. So he, he gets a B from me. Uh, four touchdowns. My bad. It was four. Four touchdowns. Barry, what are you going to give Dak Gray? Uh, I'm going to give Dak a solid C on this one. Um, like you said, Daniel, you know, I got to give him credit for fighting back. Um, you know, he, he threw up all these godly numbers. You know, they were empty calories, but he put them up there and he, and he, and he got them back within a striking within a striking realm of, uh, of getting another crazy comeback. But, you know, part of the reason they were in that mess is, is because of him. I mean, so, and like you said, he, he could have thrown like four or five. If, if Cleveland secondary could catch, I mean, he would have probably thrown about four interceptions out there alone. So for me, I got to give him a C. He did not look great throwing the ball out there. Like I said, he brought him back. But in the beginning part, where was that at when it was, you know, 7-7? Where was that at when it was 14-14? Uh, we need to see more urgency out of out of this offense as a whole. Instead of when you know all the chips are down and no one expects you to do anything, then you want to show up. So, for me, this offense, they all got to step it up, um, and it starts with Dak Prescott. So I'm gonna give him a C grade for this uh, this game we, against Cleveland Browns. We don't we don't have it, bro. I'm sorry, we we don't have it. All right, <laughs> we we don't have it when when the game is close. Right, we, this is the same thing we're going back to trash yards again. The the defense yeah, let, 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 let off the gas. Yeah, the defense let off the gas, and then all of a sudden, you know, they think they're going home, they get on the bus because the game's over, and then all of a sudden, you know, what I'm saying we wake up. Maybe that's our strategy: get down real, you know, lull them to sleep, and then try to try to make a comeback because that's the only way we get in all these yards. It's the it's well, the, the same the coach story, just a different year. The, the head coach said they're a comeback team in the press conference. I'm sitting here listening. Like, oh, what? Is this, is this the strategy to come back team? I mean, I, uh, woo, woo. I mean, hey, look, man, I'm off that Kool-Aid. Okay, I'm off that Mike. I'm off that <laughs> I Mike would hope so. Kool-Aid. Okay, I, I poured all that out. I poured all that out. And no, no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Uh, I, I can't, I can't, I can't get with what I'm hearing. We're, you know, we're, we're a comeback team. No, 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 baby, no. That's that's not the strategy you want. Hey, let's go ahead <laughs> and get not. down, and then we're just gonna use. Then we're gonna throw out our good plays, and we're gonna come back like no, no, baby, no. Um, no, I, I, I've got to give. I give Dak a B. I give Dak a B um, for the standpoint is you know he did keep the team in the game, uh, didn't just fold. I also come back to this thing that I argue with about people, and, and Bucky Brooks uh, is with me on the same thing. They're, they're just throwing the ball too much. 58 passing attempts, okay? Another week where, sure, Dak's got well over 450 yards three weeks in a row. He's got 502 yards, but they're throwing the ball way too much. What have we seen out of Baker Mayfield and what they did in Cleveland? Cleveland said, we're going to run this thing, and we're going to limit the amount of throws for Baker Mayfield. When I go back and look at one of the most successful seasons for Tony Romo, it was when they gave DeMarco Murray the ball, and DeMarco Murray was the NFC Offensive Player of the Year. They limited the throws for Tony Romo. When you see guys out here slinging the ball almost 60 times a game, there's something else that usually comes with that, a loss. And I still don't understand why the Cowboys are out here, throw, 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 throw. And people can say, well, the game dictated that. But you know what? If you start the game better than the Cowboys are starting the football game, then maybe you'll have an opportunity to do what the Browns did. All right. I went back here and I looked at the, okay, this is the first series, all right? First and 10 of the 25. Ezekiel Elliott 
gets four yards on a run, and then Joe Looney, the center, ended up leaving. So a second and six at the 29, that got sacked um, by Miles Garrett. Now, it was criminal that they let Terrence Steele out here all by himself <laughs> on Miles Garrett. Okay, that was just absolutely criminal. But also, Dak held, if you watched it, if you watched that play, Dak held onto the ball too long. You've got to know, hey man, I got rookie against a, a number one pick in the draft who's good. You better have a clock in your head that homeboy's coming. So I put I, I look at that and I say that I need I need you're you're making thirty-one million dollars. I need you to cover up for the mistakes or cover up for what could happen uh, with Terrence Steele. You got to be ready for that. So I put that on the coaches. I also put that one on the quarterback. So now it's third and 17. Zeke catches the ball. They just give it to him. So it's a fourth down. And then, so Cleveland gets the ball. They got a first and 10 at their 30. Nick Chubb runs, uh, uh, makes a first down run. First and 10 on the Cowboy 49. Incomplete pass tipped by Joe Thomas. Second and 10 at the 49. Hooper with a uh, Austin Hooper with a first down reception. Then it's first and ten on the thirty-seven. Then he got the trick play where Jarvis Landry comes out there, has got the whole defense sucked in and fooled, and throws it to OBJ in the end zone. And it's seven <laughs> Hold on, wait, Millie, Millie, Millie. Let, 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 let's address that one real quick. You know that was cover two. All right, there's <laughs> no way that that that, that should have happened. You got two safeties back deep. The receiver r- releases off the line going out for a pass, and our safety comes up to go defend the run. No way that should have happened. And, and we just made these guys look like superstars. This Once again, another uh, episode of Bad Eyes. Uh, this I is mean, true. Just, and, 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 uh, to your point earlier, uh, Nui, I mean, it's easy to, to limit, you know, Baker Mayfield's throws and attempts to, I think he only attempted 30, 30 passes. 30, but when 30 you got, passes. When you got that, yeah, and that's a, that's, a, that's a great formula for Cleveland. And when you got that in the backfield, though, I mean, yeah, we you got, I mean, your third down, their third running back is going for, for damn near 100 yards. I mean, so it's easy to limit his throws. But when you come to our side, I mean, what you get? Zeke got 12 for 54 on a 4.5 carry. I mean, we, we got to see more from Zeke as well. I mean, he, he fumbled the ball. I mean, we, we got to see more from Zeke as well. I'm not putting any – I mean, I'm still blaming – you know, I'm still saying Dak got to step his game up. But we got to see more out of this running game as well. Give, All right, give him so, something. So, okay. Now, now here's, here's my thing on, on, on Cleveland versus the Cowboys. And we spoke about it early in the week. You knew what Cleveland wanted to do. They want to yeah. run the football. All right, they, 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 they put the resources in the offensive line like the Cowboys have done. And so they, they, they let you know we're coming to run. And we also spoke about how their strength is the Cowboys' weakness on the D-line. So they came out mm-hmm. there. It was no secret, okay? Nobody on the Cowboys should be surprised about what they were coming to do. They were coming to pound it, and they couldn't stop it. Meanwhile, I'm starting to ask this question. What are the Cowboys? What are the Cowboys? To me, the Cowboys are not committed to running the football. That they want to sit up here and draw. Kellen Moore wants to draw up plays, and he and McCarthy want to throw it all around the football field <laughs> because they got all these 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 quote unquote weapons, and they've abandoned the run. I'm sorry, Ezekiel Elliott once again with 14 carries. Then, then, then here's the thing, and I would ask if I'm Jerry Jones or Stephen Jones, I'd ask these coaches this: Why the heck did we pay him? Why did you pay Zeke much? Why did you pay Zeke? All this money. If you weren't going to give this guy the ball, you could just go get a regular old running back. You know, I mean, you can get you can get somebody. But why pay this kind of money and you're not featuring the player? Yeah. Meanwhile, and that's here's what I Nick agree with Chubb, you. his cream hunt, man. 
That's that's why I agree with you. I mean, like I don't think twelve carries in a full game is enough at all. I mean, yeah, he got some receptions out there. I think he got eight receptions um, or eight targets out there, and he caught all eight of them. But that that's not that should be our identity. We're not the you know two thousand or we're not the two thousand ten Green Bay Packers where Aaron Rodgers was throwing the ball all over the place. I mean, that's that's not who we are. We have the talent to be that, but. I think our formula from the get has always been, you know, ground and pound and then throw when we need to. But I don't know. Maybe Kellen Moore's been playing too much Madden. I don't know what's going on with him. But he, I mean, he's throwing all over the yard like we're in recess. And, it, and it's just not working for our, for our team right now. Once again, somebody listen to it. Uh, Amari Cooper, Dak, and Zeke are should be the only people who touch the ball in the first series of the game. If we could just get that done and show people that that's what we're focusing on, <laughs> giving, giving Zeke the ball, find a way to get Coop the ball, you know, since starting the game off like that with a long, methodical drive, I think that everything changes for us, but we're just we we're just set on not doing that, not focusing on our big-time money players that we pay to go out there and have production. Well, well, now, now, let me, okay, all right, you bring that up. Now, the first series, okay, it was, it was all 21, all right? I mean, you start first and 10 to 25 was a Zeke run. The sack killed him, okay? That sack killed him, mm-hmm. and so on third and 17, it was Zeke. So the next time they get the ball after the, the Odell Beckham Jr. trick play touchdown, uh, it's first and 10 at the 12 because your boy on the kickoff was lost. Tony Pollard on that kickoff. <laughs> oh, my oh God. gosh. I mean, what that, is he doing again, back there? Boy, what is he taxes, doing back there? Death taxes and Tony Pollard on these kickoffs, boy. So it's first and, and 10 uh, and 12, and it's a Dalton Schultz 25 yard uh, catch for a first down. Second and 10 at the 37. They run Zeke for three yards. Second and seven at the 40. It is a uh, Ezekiel Elliott 18-yard reception for first down. Then it's first and 10 at the 43. And it's C.D. Lamb with the 43-yard touchdown. And they tie it at seven. So, so you know, uh, the first two I plays, didn't hear Cooper. Mc- <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't hear Amari Cooper in there. And that third and 17 to Zeke to me is, is irrelevant. Of course, you, it's third and 17. You just try to get out of there and punt the ball. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to give it to Zeke. You're going to throw it down the field 17 yards and get an interception. That, that don't count. And then you said you come back the second drive and you got Dalton Schultz and you hit C.D. Lamb after Zeke runs for three. I, I still don't hear Cooper in there and I hear a run from, okay, from but, Zeke. But you can't argue with, with what happened. Okay, so Schultz for a 25-yard game, that, that's a good play. No. Okay. Yeah. That's listen. The worst. The worst. The worst thing you could do is get lucky in a situation like this. This is why we haven't focused on giving these guys the ball because what happened? You don't give it to them, and then you get a big play. You like shit. You know what? That, 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 that's our. That's our recipe right there. We should just keep going away from because we got other options that we can get to to make these plays. It is not working. I, okay. So I'm gonna fight you on this. Okay. I'm gonna fight you on this one. Okay. So now on the third possession. Okay, third possession. Here comes Cooper time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's, it's a first and ten of the sixteen. A ten yard gain for Cooper. Then uh, Pollard with a five-yard run. Cooper with Pollard's in the game. Okay. Stand. Okay. So so Cooper. This that's that's a first you know, series three. First three plays. Two go to Cooper. Then um, it's a slant to Noah Brown for a first down. Then it's a uh, uh, a CD Lamb reception. That was off that play that got tipped. That should have been picked, but he caught it out of the air. Then it's an incomplete pass on first and ten of the twenty-eight. Second and ten of the Browns. 28, uh, CeeDee Lamb for a three-yard run on the jet sweep. Then third seven at the 25, a CeeDee Lamb reception. Then they came up with a fourth down and two play. Then there was a two-yard touchdown pass. Uh, I should say the 20-yard touchdown well, pass. Well, actually, so, 
Actually, you know, you're you right. You're right, Nui. Let me help. You're right. What was the score at this point, right? So if we're we getting our players involved, we got Zeke involved, we got Cooper involved. 14, what was the 14 score? 14-7 to seven Cowboys. Okay, just checking. All right. And, and then, <laughs> so it worked. Uh, look, yeah, man, yeah. Look. Yes. <laughs> okay, all right. This, this, all right, yeah, look, my bad, my bad, end. my bad. You're right, Nui. <laughs> Whatever. At the end of the day, man, look. We we scored enough points. Look what they did on their first six drives of the game. <laughs> five five of the first six Cleveland Browns offensively. Five of the first six drives were points, and only one of those were field goals. It was one of those field goals. At the end of the day, our defense is trash right now, and we can't stop a nosebleed. Like we, we can talk about you know Dak running. We can talk about Zeke doing this. At the end of the day, we gotta stop somebody. We gotta make a. We gotta be able to stop somebody out here. We, we can't. You, I mean, you're asking okay. too much. You're asking for too gotta, much. All right, <laughs> it's not happening. We gotta take a. We gotta take a break. But Danny, I'm still gonna fight you a little bit here. I'm gonna fight you a little bit here, and also okay. I'm gonna give you a break. In, in how this thing kind of went sideways. All right, we'll do that on the flip side. You're checking out the Players Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor! Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's best network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score September 2019. To Dallas's frontline responders, thank you. To show its gratitude, Tide is offering free laundry services in Dallas to the families of frontline responders. Simply bring your laundry and your identification to Tide Cleaners and they will wash it within two days. One thing less for you to worry about. While you take care of us all, Tide will take care of the laundry for the families of frontline responders. To learn more and find a location near you, visit hope.tidecleaners.com. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. To the Players Lounge. Craving AT&T Stadium's famous Cowboys cheesesteak, nachos, or Cowboy Rita when you are watching the Cowboys game at home? Bring your favorite stadium fare to you. Pickup and delivery options available via online ordering every week. Check out the menu at at stadiumcom slash at home. Okay, I've got to try that Cowboys cheesesteak. I, I have not had that at the state. I got to go check that out there. Got to, got to do that. All right, McCray. <laughs> yeah, come on, come, we're, we're, come on, Louie. Come we're, on. We're, we're debating a little bit here. So, so go back to we're, they're doing what you want here. 
Okay. We're, no, we're no, the kind of, kind of, they're, they're, they're kind of, okay. do, they're kind of doing what I want. All right, but go ahead. All right. So, so, I, I, so I, I, fourteen seven, fourteen seven. Next play, Cleveland goes on a nine play drive, and that's when Odell Beckham Jr. was wide open as Warley was trying to cover him. So that made it fourteen fourteen. So here they are on drive number four. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way. Tony Pollard took the kickoff, returned it to the 26. So first and 10 at the 26, Ezekiel Elliott, nine-yard run. Second and one at the 36, Ezekiel Elliott runs no gain. Third and one at the 36, Elliott makes a first down run of two yards. So it's first and 10 at their own 38. And here's where the game really gets away from the Cowboys, and they shoot themselves in the foot. Dak is sacked by... Miles Garrett, strip sack, um, of course, against the right tackle, Steele. Olivier. Uh, what Rose, down was that? Uh, was that first down? It was first and 38. Yes. For, I mean, first he and got sacked on first. Okay. First, first and 10 Mistake. on the 38-yard line. So, so there, that, that, and then, of course, Cleveland took that and ran uh, four plays later, made it 21-14 to 14 with 9.22 to go. So then the exact next play after a, a, a kick, a uh, touchback first and 10 at the 25 Ezekiel Elliott fumbles Cleveland gets the ball and then it's 28 to 14 Cleveland 20 unanswered points so when you start to look at this thing your your playmakers are are creating problems and the coaching staff isn't helping the coaching staff is not helping Terrence Steele and I saw Terrence Steele get benched in this game and I thought that was absolutely wrong on the coaches from this standpoint you weren't helping him. Of course, Miles Garrett was going to beat him. You bring in Brandon Knight, and you know what happened to Brandon Knight? Miles Garrett ran around him too. I'm sorry. I don't give a damn about all these receivers you want to put in in a route. It doesn't matter if you got three, four wide receivers in a route if Dak doesn't have time to go see these dudes. This is the stuff that they did last year that drove me nuts, and Kellen Moore's doing it again. And this is where Mike McCarthy, as the head coach, needs to step in here, and Joe Philbin, the offensive line coach, needs to step in and say, hey, Kellen, we got to help. We got to help Steele. We got to help Knight. Because these dudes cannot hold up against the best in the game. Imagine what you're going to do when you face Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Even Washington's got a good D-line. I mean, this, this thing is getting crazy. Philadelphia, this is absolutely atrocious that they refuse to help their offensive tackles in their time of need. And, it's, and it, once again, it is leading to fumbles and points. Cleveland scored 14 points off Cowboy mistakes. 14 points. And when we talked about coming into this, man, that was what Cleveland was doing. Their bread and butter is they created turnovers and they scored off the turnovers. Go ahead, McCray. I want Church to touch on this after 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 I, after I kind of break it down a little bit because in my mind, what I've been saying for for so many weeks is get a ball to Zeke and then uh, give it to Coop and then let everything else go out there. So that's it. so that drive that we just went through before Zeke fumbled was three three straight plays to Zeke that got us a first down. Right, we pounded the ball down their throat. We have a right tackle who we're already worried about and we're not giving any help. Right out there, and you come out on first down with Miles Garrett on him, and you try to throw the ball after the running game just got you a first down. To me, that doesn't make any sense. And if I'm not mistaken, it was a drop back, not even a play action, a boot, a sprint out, any of that. It was just a straight drop back on first down after Zeke then got you those yards, and you get sacked for a fumble. 
to me, that just doesn't make sense. It's not smart play calling and it's not working to, you know, to the advantage of what you're doing. And that's kind of, you know, exploiting your own disadvantage by having that guy out there on Miles Garrett. That, that's just not smart play calling. I agree. I mean, I'm not fighting you on that. You're, you're, you're there 100 percent. I mean, I just and this is an M.O. And I, this is a question I'd, I'd love to to ask Mike McCarthy. He's got his press conference coming up today. Um, what is your philosophy on trying to protect a weakness? You've got a war. You know your right tackle spot is bad. You saw it last week against Seattle. And now you're bringing in a premier pass rusher and you do this. I, I don't get it, Danny. I mean, that's my thing is I don't I don't get this philosophy of not helping these guys because you want more dudes in a route. I mean, if I have if I have two receivers in a route and I keep in Schultz, you know what? Fine. I can I, I, I can I got I got Cooper. I got Gal. I'll find a way to get those two guys the ball if you give them some time. I think Dak can do that. But if there's no time, it doesn't matter if you got three or four guys in a route because Dak's never going to see him. That's what drives me crazy about these dudes who want to call these plays. It, it bugs me, man. That bugs me very much. Church, what you think yeah, about I, the play calling? Am I yeah, my own or am I church? Look, I think you on with the play calling, but y'all both. I don't understand. What's the why are y'all surprised? I don't understand. Y'all surprised <laughs> that they, they left this guy at right tackle by himself. I mean, this is this is the MO. It's always too little, too late. I mean, look, we, we start the game out slow. Man, they're, they're, man they, they pulling up the score. Now it's time for us to go. My guy, Terrence Steele, he's getting the brakes beat off of him out there. Man, we're just going to bench him and put Brandon Knight out there. He's getting the brakes beat off of him. Maybe now in the fourth quarter we'll start chipping. So for me, I mean, it's, it's simple. It's, it's not surprising at all that this coaching staff is just letting these guys get beat down until it's too late and they say, oh, let me go ahead and make an adjustment real quick. I mean, it, it's, it's just this coaching staff's MO right now. And to me, it's, it's not surprising at all. You, all right, let's, watch let's, the. Br- oh my! I'll go ahead, Nui. Let, let's let's take this thing even further, and let's look out here. All right, and we didn't touch on it yet, so so let's even get here. Lyle Collins is out for the year at right tackle. Okay, he's not coming back. Going to have surgery. Gone. Why not take Zach Martin, put him out here at right tackle for the rest of the year, and go put in Connor McGovern? I mean, why not do this? Joe Looney went out with a knee injury, so you had Tyler Biotish now at the center spot. Why not do this? You used a third-round pick on Connor McGovern, a guy they said they had a second-round grade on. Why not do this versus putting an undrafted rookie, Terrence Steele, out here and Brandon Knight, another guy who's not a high draft pick out here? Why not do that? <laughs> it, it, it may hurt Zach in terms of making another all-pro at guard, but if you're going to sit up here and play the rest of this thing without Collins, I mean, I don't call me crazy, but I think Martin is better than those other two. So why not but, put that but, guy out there and just tell him to go ahead and suck it up? Well, look, it, look instead of, before we go ahead and start doing, you know, mismatching and fantasy football moving this guy, this, this guy here, why don't we just give the guy some help? Just go ahead and, and let's see what they can do when the running back chips. Or let's see what they can do when they keep a tight end and they, and they double-team that guy and help that tackle over there. I mean, before we start moving, you know, all pro guards over the tackle and mismatching this, that, and the third and playing fantasy football, let's just get a guy some help and see what he can do and see if he can stand up with some help out there. And we've we right, we yet to see that. All right, Church, I come at it two ways. If you're going to be committed to not giving help, okay, if this is what their system says they're going to do, then put the better right tackle out there, and Martin is a better right tackle. 
So if I'm going to, he, if I'm going to, go, go ahead, church, go ahead. Go, no, go ahead, go ahead, finish up. No, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so if I'm going to, if I'm going to make myself weaker, would I rather make myself weaker at the right tackle or at the right guard? Where Man, it depends who you're playing. Play? Where do I want the more superior play? It depends, play? It, it, it depends it, who you're playing there. At this I mean, point, if you're playing... I, it, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, at this point in time, I, I'm going to... Either way, I'm going to have a wart. If you leave yeah. yourself at right tackle and you're not going to help, okay? So if you're not going to help, like you're saying, if they're not going to help, then you need to put Zach Martin out there. If you're going yes. to leave Steel and Knight there, then you better help them. But they got to do one or the other, man. You got to do one or the and other. That's, yeah, what that's, right that's now is, it's bad. Yeah, what they're doing right now is criminal, and that's that's all I'm saying is, if like if you're gonna go out there and leave that guy out there, at least help him out there. I mean, it's just that's the that's the easiest thing, and that's the easiest solution I think right now is if if you're gonna if you're gonna have that guy at right tackle, at least give him the most help possible. Don't act like he's Tyron Smith out there and just leave him on an island with one of the best pass rushers in the game right now. I mean, it, that's just it's just crazy to me. And if you're gonna go ahead and not help him at all. Then go ahead and put the other All-Pro, Zach Martin, which I'm sure he could be an All-Pro at any of those positions on the offensive line. Go ahead and put him out there. But just don't make the decision to where, all right, we're just going to leave him out there and whatever happens, happens. Because to me, that's just that's just a bad coaching error. And that's just a bad we coaching should, judgment right there. <laughs> we, should, we should start a segment called called why not all right why why not help out? why not help out your right tackle why not uh kick the ball deep instead of kicking it short you know with with, with, with that much time left in the game why not give the ball to z why not give it to coop we could just do why not and we could go we could do a whole season of why nots you know and, and, and it wouldn't even begin to cover everything that's going on with the cowboys we just do so much stuff that makes you scratch your head and say why not do this it just makes it, it makes too much sense that's why why not it makes too much sense for us to do it that is why not it's too simple it's too easy why not do that coming soon to the players lounge why not help your right tackle i mean why just let him get abused out there like this why not why not take a knee and just get the ball on the 25 like i'm confused and knew like you said before the odell play why would you just not kick the ball deep you got enough time to try to get the same stop that you gonna have to get anyways, <laughs> you know, and, and, and get them out of that field position. It just don't make sense. You down by enough to where if they kick a field goal, the game's over. I don't understand it. Why not? Analytics? Why, why not? not? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Analytics. I, Mike McCarthy said, you know, he he spent all his time in the bunker, and you know, he was coming back better. And uh, oof, I'm starting better to than what? Were we lied to? <laughs> I mean, was this a big old publicity <laughs> stunt? Was this a lie? Did they ever really do it? Uh, because if you spent we've been bamboozled, that much time, right? If you spent that much time, hold up, bruh. That's that's <laughs> bad. This is some bad results, man. These are some bad results. And oh man, the decision making, I I don't know, man. And, and you know, Mike Mike talks today at four. The Cowboys coordinators talk at four thirty. Uh, I'm gonna get on that call. And, and hopefully some of these questions get answered. But I do feel bad for Terrence Steele and Brandon Knight because the, the Cowboy fan will you know was on, on social media, oh, this dude stinks, these guys are cruddy, <laughs> da, 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 da. It's not their fault. 
They are who they are. Don't blame them. Blame the dudes who put them out there and didn't, didn't try to protect them as well. And at the same time, too, the quarterback has to know who's out there. Where's Garrett lined up? Okay, Garrett's lined up right there. You know what the protection is. So if you know Terrence Steele's out there one-on-one, you may not be able to get all the time you have. So that's why you're making $31 million. You've got to be smarter. You've got to know that. That's where a guy like Tom Brady has been very good through the years. Is he understands, because you know Tom has had a lot of offensive linemen that have been A-OK, but they, he understands of how he's got to play and get rid of the football. And, and that's, that goes on the quarterback, too. Not all on the quarterback, but some of it's there. But it ain't these guys' fault, man. The coaching staff has to protect them. All right, we 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 have uh, vented <laughs> for forty five minutes. Now. <laughs> we didn't even finish giving out all our grades. We just vented here, so we'll, we'll bring some more tomorrow as the Cowboys get ready for what I deem a must win as they play their first NFC East game of the year as they get to get ready to take on the. New York Giants, who are 0-4. That's Barry Church, Danny McCray, former Cowboys safeties. I'm Nui Scruggs, longtime Cowboys reporter. We appreciate you checking out the Players Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com, right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!